for Thursday, April 2nd, 2020. This is Did You Wash Your Hands? We're a podcast from WABE answering the questions everyone's asking during the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm health reporter Sam Whitehead. Today, after weeks of pressure, Governor Brian Kemp has finally issued a statewide shelter-in-place order to stop the spread of the coronavirus. There was peer pressure from the more than 30 other states who have already done the same thing. Pressure from Democratic politicians, and notably from Republican House Speaker David Ralston. I mean, there was a lot of talk about why didn't Georgia have this yet. Emma Hurt, WABE government and politics reporter, on what finally pushed Kemp to make the call and an update on the situation in Albany, Georgia, which has one of the highest coronavirus infection rates in the world. That's next. You love free, and at Ameris Bank, so do we. That's why we're proud to offer worry-free, hassle-free Ameris Bank free checking. Manage your money your way with convenient access to digital, mobile, and telephone banking, all with no monthly service fee or minimum balance requirements. At Ameris Bank, we're with you. For more information or to open an account, visit our local bankers in person or online at amerisbank.com slash free checking. Other fees such as overdraft fees may apply. Ameris Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Support for WABE's local coverage on maternal health and mortality comes from Georgia Health Initiative, whose mission is to inspire and promote collective action that advances health equity for all Georgians. Learn more at georgiahealthinitiative.org. Starting tomorrow and running through April 13th, Georgians are being asked to stay at home to reduce the spread of the coronavirus. The statewide shelter-in-place order came from Governor Brian Kemp yesterday after weeks of pressure facing him to do so. That, as the COVID-19 pandemic continues to wear on Albany, Georgia, the small city in the southwest part of the state has been particularly hard hit. Here to sort through all of this is WABE government and politics reporter Emma Hurt. Emma, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. So what exactly did the governor do yesterday? So yesterday, Governor Kemp held a press conference, actually, the first one we've had in weeks. It was a socially distant press conference, I should say. There were microphones set up far away from the podium, and we all had to stand six feet apart from each other, and it was outside. But he did have a press conference, and he announced there the statewide shelter-in-place order that you mentioned that had been long I guess, anticipated, and it follows up his previous shelter-in-place order from last week that was just for vulnerable populations. So this one applies to everybody across the state. And you're right, there was growing pressure. I mean, there was peer pressure from the more than 30 other states who have already done the same thing. Pressure from Democratic politicians, pressure from local politicians like Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms and Albany Mayor Bo Dura, who we'll hear from later, and notably from Republicans, House Speaker David Ralston. I mean, there was a lot of talk about why didn't Georgia have this yet, and and now we do. I should also say that he also announced that he would close uh, Georgia public schools for the rest of the school year. There was this pressure on the governor from from both sides of the aisle, from people all over the state, really. Is that why the governor said he, he made this move? No, no. He cited 
two specific things. He cited updated CDC guidelines that he said were a game changer for him and for Public Health Commissioner Kathleen Toomey that basically reinforced more strongly what had already been known by many public health officials, that those without symptoms can transmit the virus 48 hours before symptoms appear. Uh, Here's what Toomey said about that. It's a combination not only uh, uh, of recognizing that there's probably a large number of people out there who are infected, who are asymptomatic, who never would have been recognized under our old models, but also seeing the uh, community transmission that we're seeing. And the second thing that Kemp mentioned was this model that shows that uh, Georgia's peak for this wave of the epidemic will be in late April. And so all of that, he said, added up to the need to be more aggressive in our social distancing measures. And Sam, I want to ask you, because I think at the press conference and for a lot of people, this has been a little confusing because we've been hearing for a while that there is likely asymptomatic transmission of the virus, right? Yes, this is something that the CDC, as early as early March, said was possible, but that this wasn't the primary way the agency felt like this virus moved from from person to person. What happened earlier this week is additional guidance came out from the CDC that said, hey, we think there's more asymptomatic spread than we maybe thought previously. The language the agency used was also stronger. Um, I was actually speaking with a member of the governor's staff last night. The way they laid this out for me is that that language change from the CDC really is what mattered here. And, And the numbers are kind of striking. One in four people could carry the coronavirus and never show symptoms at all. So if you think 25% of the people who have this are never going to look like they're sick, um, I would have to think certainly that that informed the governor's decision here. Um, Something else that's going on this week, Emma, that you've had kind of an, an eye on is the situation down in Albany, Georgia. One of the hospitals there, Phoebe Putney, has taken in a a lot of coronavirus patients, not only from the city of Albany, but also from a number of the counties surrounding Albany. You actually had a chance to speak with with the mayor this week, um, and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that. What is the mayor saying about the situation down there right now? Yeah, the situation down there is really kind of overwhelming to even wrap your head around. Uh, Commissioner Toomey yesterday confirmed that Albany has one of the highest rates of coronavirus cases per capita in the world right now. And it's truly in crisis. I mean, the city was the second in the state behind Athens to put in place shelter in place order. And it has really been, I mean, you could say at the forefront of of this crisis in Georgia. Darty County, where Albany is, has the second highest total number of cases in Georgia behind Fulton County in Atlanta. And if you look at population difference between Albany and Atlanta, I mean, it's just that's kind of astounding. And you can see this all play out really starkly at Phoebe Putney, the main hospital down there. It's very much a regional hospital and the only one around that can handle coronavirus patients. So as you said, they're pulling in patients from across that area. And at that hospital, Mayor Bodura told me, they have really just been in overdrive. I mean, just listen to the stats of protective equipment that that hospital is going through right now. I heard from Phoebe Putney, we're burning through supplies. I heard that time and time again. And then one day, a representative of the hospital explained that they're going through 46,000 pairs of gloves a day, 5,800 surgical masks a day, 1,500 respiratory masks a day, 800 pairs of goggles. It's just astounding. 
he told me that several times over the past few weeks, the hospital was on the brink of not having enough beds to treat people who need treatment. And part of how they've handled that crisis until this point is getting other hospitals all over the state, even up to Columbus, to accept those patients. You mentioned Albany was one of the first cities in the state to have a shelter-in-place order. My understanding is that the cities surrounding Albany and even the other counties did not put such an order in place. So we had one city that's putting this preventative measure in place while the others aren't. I imagine that's kind of led to the situation down there that Albany is facing. That's certainly what Mayor Dura told me. He said there was there's been kind of a patchwork. And if you can drive 20 minutes outside of the city to somewhere where there wasn't a shelter in place, he felt like that patchwork was really undermining what they were trying to do in Albany. And all of it still affects everyone in the same way. Everybody is still coming to that same hospital. And so he really, when I talked to him, he was saying he thinks we need a nationwide shelter-in-place order. And I talked to him a couple hours before Governor Kemp's announcement. He said we need a statewide one. So we have that now. But he was he was really voicing his concern that this patchwork is undermining the work of everybody in this crisis. So, Emma, just to wrap up, the shelter-in-place order takes effect for the entire state tomorrow at noon, but it actually expires on April 13th, which isn't that long from now. Um, So walk me through why that is and and what's going to happen on the 13th. Yeah, so it's kind of odd the 10-day-ish mark that we have, and it's completely tied to the state of public health emergency boundaries that the governor is currently in. If you remember, the General Assembly approved a state of public health emergency through April 13th, and then at that point, they would make a call about whether it's safe for them to reconvene to approve an extension if needed, and if it's not safe, then they will let the governor extend it automatically. But basically, at this point, the governor isn't able to extend a statewide ordinance past April 13th because that's where his powers tied to this public health emergency end. On this question of the legislature, um, all of the members, all Georgia lawmakers just recently uh, have gotten out of a two week quarantine after a number of their members uh, tested positive for the coronavirus. Is there any appetite to meet at this point? Look, I mean, I think lawmakers are taking this really seriously, considering particularly that state senators and state representatives have been diagnosed with the coronavirus. We just got out of quarantine for the whole legislative branch, as you mentioned, but I just don't see how 200 plus people could get back into the same building anytime soon at this point. I mean, the governor has closed schools through the rest of the school year, and the president has advised social distancing at least through the end of the month. I do not know how we could convene a legislative session right now. Did You Wash Your Hands is a production of 90.1 WABE Atlanta, where ATL meets NPR. You can reach us at washyourhands at wabe.org. You can find all our episodes in your favorite podcast app, where you can also leave us a rating and a review. And you can find more stories on the coronavirus pandemic at wabe.org slash coronavirus. If you haven't recently, now might be a good time to go wash your hands. I'm Sam Whitehead. Thanks for listening. Have you donated to WABE yet? I know you've heard us talking about why it's important, but it doesn't have to be this big decision. You can give at whatever amount fits your budget. It can be a spur-of-the-moment thing. You already get so much out of public radio, so just go for it. 
Visit wabe.org slash donate and become a member right now. And thank you.